Kelsey Huff. And I'm Amy Sumter. And this is Shaped, a comedy self-help podcast from two women who cannot help themselves. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Shaped Podcast. Make sure to use the hashtag Shaped Podcast. You can also email us at shapedpodcast at gmail.com. Ask us questions, give us feedback, whatever you want. But if you wish to remain anonymous, you gotta let us know. You can also download and review Shaped at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, please make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us. Yes, please. And if you are in the Chicagoland area and are interested in taking the Kate's U comedy classes or watching the Kate's, make sure to check us out at thekates.org. That's right. And lastly, but not leastly, we are produced by the amazing Maggie Thomasette. Woo-woo! Yeah, woo-woo. You excited about this podcast, Amy? I sure am. Yeah. We're doing it. We're doing it and doing it and doing it well. That's right. <laughs> You have no idea what that is, do you? Yes, I do. It's LL Cool J. It sure is. <laughs> the look you gave me, though, you were like, oh, oh, oh. I was oh, wondering oh, if oh. we could just use it as a clap. <laughs> but I could see that I looked uh, like I was like, music? Oh, Ooh. terrifying. I don't know it. Um, welcome back to the Shape Podcast, everybody, where we're, we're cool as hell. Cool as hell. <laughs> so just dumb. two bras approaching middle age. <laughs> Gracefully. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> um, so for those of you who uh, don't know who the heck we are, if you just clicked on this, for some reason we uh, we are comedians and we talk about therapy sessions at the beginning. We're not doctors. We don't know what the heck we're doing. We're just sharing our experiences to hope to connect you all. Also to take away the shame of mental health. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe if we talked about how fucked up we are. People will stop blowing up things. You know, no big deal. Big goals, Amy. Big goals. Big aspirations. Just, just comment. Just come to Jesus about how fucked up you are. What's that voice about? I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I know. I know. It's always like, like I feel like I have to do a character whenever I get real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's talk about our feelings. Yeah. If you have a silly voice, though, feelings aren't real. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or I'll just I won't cry when I start talking about them. You do know. a song. Do oh, a song. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Which we're talking about in therapy. So yeah, exactly. full circle. So Amy, touch base to you. How how was uh, the week? The month? What? What's, what's happening with Lee and your life? Well, um, the last couple of times I saw him, I uh, it wasn't good. Like, I, I'm just, again, you know, middle-aged stuff, like, figuring out, you know, certain you things. Would you say you're in a peak or a uh, where, where real, in a valley? Real low valley. Which real low valley. You're coming up I, daisy I soon. But um, I did I did join the gym. What? I joined the gym. The gym. I mean, we won't say it so people who yeah. love you can't find you, but um, the gym, the yes. same? <gasps> yes. And I did the thing where I'm going to have a, a personal trainer for three sessions. No, nice. that's all I can afford. And I see her this week and I'm really excited, but I'm also really nervous because ever since the, um, the CrossFit bullshit, um, <laughs> Lower my, the octave. Yeah, my my knee has really been bothering yeah. me, and um, I I realize like when I look at it, like it doesn't look swollen, but it wakes me up. Like it in the night, is it like pulses, kinda, or is it like, like a the shooting top pain of my uh, my kneecap? But like I realized when I did this, and then like I can kind of like collapse my kneecap a little bit, you know? Yeah. That the one that hurts is like doesn't collapse. And yeah. Like, oh, Amy, oh. I know this is gonna be bad for the podcast, okay, yes. but I want you to touch my kneecap right here, and I just okay. want you now squeeze it. Now feel this. <laughs> oh my god you feel that snack okay do it okay do it, do it, yeah do sorry it. everybody listen we're doing here. snap crackle and popping with our kneecap okay you can feel it oh yeah there it went oh it's this, this though it's right is there getting old oh you know my I god miss about my youth knee cartilage <laughs> 
that's the thing like i'm like and, and don't get me wrong like i was doing the crossfit and like, it was really bothering my knees yeah but then i also like was doing something at work where i kind of like fell into a wall with my knees <laughs> no big deal what were you and, doing um, at work where you fell into a wall i was trying to close a window that was real high oh. and it just kind of like yeah yeah and uh yeah like my knee has been it yeah. really, but really hurts. But I think going there will help. And like also they're connected to like a physical therapist situation yes. as well. So you can you can like get a consult, uh, consultation. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah. just for free. You can just because, show up and be like, hey, Oh, that's, that's wonderful to know yeah. because I'm like, I was like, oh, should I cancel? Like I, like I, it hurts to move. It yeah. hurts to walk. It hurts. To, but the thing is I've noticed like if I'm like, um like right here, stagnant, I'm fine. But the moment I get up, the moment like I try and do stairs, mm-hmm. oh my God, I want to die. Yeah. But then the other day I realized I was like, your knee hasn't been hurting. This is amazing. And then I walked a bunch and then my knee started hurting again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I was like, what? Gotta uh, check it out. Yeah. You'll check it out. I'm gonna check it out. it out. Check it out. Steep rule style. Yep. You know it. You know it. <laughs> I love a good steep rule. But yeah, like I'm like, I'm excited because I'm gonna see uh Lee this week and then I see the personal trainer this week week and even like uh, my bff was like hey you know the more people if you get a group of people you could do the personal trainer thing and it's like way cheaper yeah so i was like oh but i think that might be a, a next year thing yeah, like i don't yeah, think yeah, i could yeah. do it this year pace but yourself. like pace yourself next year but i That's just need awesome. to go to the gym i'm so like your scared. summer is like you're like you know, planning, I'm go, out, planning yeah. out some activities yeah i'm going i'm going back to the gym i gotta figure out uh do you like classes or not so much? You know what? I, I get really intimidated by them, but I'm mm. going to challenge myself to go to one. Well, if you ever want a workout partner, oh, I uh, texted God. some gals who might be listening oh, because they were what? interested as well. So maybe we can get work. Because I am a, I, I'm a thing where it's like, um, I am not going to pay for things. Sometimes it's reverses, right? Like if yeah. you pay for something, then you yeah. show up. I find that when I, so for example, I did a swimming lessons, right? For, for a, like a sale, like $89 for four or whatever. The second I pay, I'm like, well, I paid. I don't have to show up. <gasps> Isn't that weird? You know what though? I That's a do switch that in my brain. I so I'm like, too. you can't pay for stuff, Kelsey. You just yeah. go to the you classes that are pay. free. Uh, and that's or you that. just go yeah just go I because I, I signed up like two weeks ago and granted like my knee's been killing me but that was on my list I was like I gotta go to the gym yeah. so I'm gonna try and or maybe I go uh, I think I'm gonna end up going on Tuesday like okay. that's what's gonna happen yeah is yeah I go on Tuesday we're going yeah <gasps> we're going Amy I'm so excited we got a summer plan I love which it. is sweat together sweat together <laughs> <laughs> but how about you what's going on yeah yeah so um I have explored a little bit of the financial therapist awesome. stuff and then I'm seeing her again in August so I'll definitely keep everybody up to speed again just to re- like you know I, I noticed some patterns with health and writing and uh finance and it's like these like manageable chunks that I'm yeah. not doing like these daily habits like touching base just a little bit each day is actually how you grow and change and I'm an all or nothing gal and that is I think why I'm a little stuck when it comes to these three things in my life that I want to change and so seeing those patterns and focusing on finances seeing how I can bleed it into health and writing I'm hoping fingers crossed that that will help me out so I'll let everybody it's all connected yeah so one of the things that um that that I learned is like you can build these habits right which is like nothing that revolutionary but it's also like my 
What I'm focusing on is like mental exercises for concentration. So every day I have things like you do your word puzzle and then you start and you finish it. You write for X amount of time and then you increase it incrementally just by a little bit every day. You put your pen to the page once a day. That Those kind of things. Because I'm also noticing, and I think this is connected to this pattern, is like my concentration is for shit, man. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I you know, had a job in marketing and so I'm constantly putting out fires. I'm on social media. So I'm like, bim, 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 bim. like, like I have never been diagnosed with ADHD in my life. Now, I don't know if I have it, I, I, but it's like so heightened right now that I need to reform. I need to concentrate. I used to be able, Amy, to like climb in a tree and read for hours. Yeah. That's why I don't think I have like actually yeah. a diagnosable thing. I think it's the environment that's made me kind of torn. I'm all over yeah. the place. And when I was like, writing like I have written four show like four one woman shows that's a lot of time and effort to do yeah. that and like I I want to get that back and I yeah. think that's going to help so what I'm like all these things I'm learning uh from I don't know from a, this financial therapist or it's just like I'm just like ready to do it now yeah and I also learned a lot I started re-watching um uh, the Gary Shandling documentary, the Zen of Gary Shandling and it's like all of his notebooks and stuff uh and that's really wild it's hbo okay uh and it's like a two-part series that judd apatow did right when gary shandling passed away and this idea of like ego and self and like making time for you but then also trying to be creative it's amazing and like the and just how how his comedy career sort of evolved and how he like let go of things I'm into it right now. It's part of my life. Yeah. 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 So a lot of that is also helping me with the mental concentration. Anyway, I'm rambling on a lot, but like that is sort of where I am at with my sort of self growth therapy stuff. And it's amazing like how specific you get with one thing like finance, how it can then potentially bleed elsewhere. Well, that's the thing. It's all connected. Like I, like I know that I approach my comedy career in many, like the same way that I approach relationships with men. And I know that um, even like finance stuff, because it's all like how you were raised, your relationship with money, and also like it. It's very complex, but at the same time, it's it's not because it, yeah. it is all about we were taught these things, and yeah, you learn some stuff from school, but there is a lot of there's because I remember when I first um, started working, like I've always had a job, like ever since I was a little girl, like I would babysit or like my neighbor would pay me to like rake his you know yard or mm-hmm. whatever and my mom would be like half goes to the bank yeah. she wanted to like instill in me better That's habits awesome. than what she had but then like I always had money as a kid like when uh-huh. I was a kid I was a baller it's so <laughs> much money but then like I what was the shift like I you know honestly it was like being on my own and doing um uh like when 9-11 happened, like it was like the bottom fell out from underneath me. Yeah. And then I got into a lot of debt because I had to live off credit cards. Mm-hmm. And then same. It's so it was uh, like that adulthood shift. Yeah. And like and it was like it's hard to put half in the bank when you needed to live. Right. And then you, but then I'm like, I find myself um, paying others before I pay myself. And I'm like, that's a huge clue. Yeah. And like, yep. I even like uh, met with Mary Pat Bowen, who's a financial advisor. Shout and out. And she even said, and I was like, oh yeah, like if I won the lottery and like $30,000, like I'm talking like low ball, I would just pay off my debt. And she was like, no, you pay some of your debt off, but then you pay yourself and you put like a portion of it in the bank because you need, because there, there was that whole like Susie Orman always talk about how, you know, you, 
like pay off your debt before you put it in the bank. And like there's this whole way of thinking now where it's like, no, you have to have something in the bank because what if an emergency happens? Mm-hmm. And most Americans, most people, even if you make a lot of money, are like one medical emergency away from being bankrupt. Mm-hmm. So that's really been gnawing at my brain where I'm like, okay, I, I got a lot of things that I owe but I'm not paying myself. But then also, like, I have to admit, like, if I have money in my pocket, I want to spend it so bad. Yeah, well, there's that idea of, like, this immediacy, yeah. right? Which I feel like this, our culture is and crazy it's also with like immediacy. capitalism bullshit. And Because I was re-listening to our um, podcast. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. About You're like, shout out to ourselves. Oh, shout out to ourselves. <laughs> Link down below. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it, like the keeping up with the Joneses stuff, it. and like the keeping up with like um, you know the because uh, remember I had a friend I would work with and she would get a cool pair of sunglasses and all of a sudden I was like oh why don't I have a cool pair of sunglasses mm, yeah and the thing is like I I I'm good about like when I get it like I'm happy with it and like whatever but there's certain things that I've bought like let's talk about buyers remorse like when you were like in another podcast you talked about the bum equipment shirt yeah you know? yeah and you instantly regretted it and I feel the same way about a lot of things that I've purchased or even makeup. Like, I'm like, why did I buy this? I didn't need this. Well, so the idea of like training yourself to like take the time to figure out like why, like asking those questions. And then when you're in that like consumer binge mode, there is no, there is no like taking the time of like being mindful, which I know is a buzzword, but that mindfulness translates to me for food and finance. Yep. And then writing is hard because it isn't immediate. Yep. You have it's to sit there and like be okay with the like with boredom sucking. and it being bad yep. and not having an idea or not making the connections or procrastination. Yep. You know, like all of these things. So like finding those patterns I think is really key that I haven't quite connected everything. There's still not a click. And again, I've only been to this financial therapist one time so far, but there's not the same click that like talk therapy is great for sure, but there, I'm still missing the click. I feel like sometimes talk therapy, which I absolutely love, it is almost like how I was in math at school. I felt so close to having a click yeah. and to being like, like I'm goodwill hunting, yeah. you know, yeah. but I was never, but you know what I mean? There's like, a, it's so close, but there's something missing and I don't know what it is. I so feel I think like I'm still searching. I get the click, but then I don't know how to apply it to my life because I still have the inner critic in my head. Yeah. And maybe so, there is no click. Maybe that's yeah. also a lie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause I, cause I feel like, um, I get, it doesn't matter what you look like. I get, um, cause like this is what me and my counselor are always talking about. Like it, it's not about your looks. Like it's not about like, it's about who you are as a person, you mm-hmm. know? And like what you're drawn to. Cause yeah, I've, you know, many people like I see in my life who are in happy relationships and they're not supermodels. So like to do it, it's not about your looks. <laughs> it's not about, you know, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I can't, I, I, it's almost like my brain is on um it's like a record skipping and it's like that one idea over and over and over again and all of a sudden like we'll talk about something in counseling and then the skip gets like it goes away but then it always comes back to that Mm -hmm. whenever like things fall apart or whatever but it's it's hard and like and i know right now like you know going back to the gym and like working out like i'm doing it for me and even my house like i'm doing it like for cleaning up yeah i'm doing it for me 100 percent. but i'm also like mortified like when people come over because i'm just like this isn't like how i want to live like this is and also like this stuff is um it's not all it is is in the way and I know, like, that's what I do. I, 
I I am what's in the way of my destiny, my life. You know, mm-hmm. I know it's it's me. And if I can just get over that hump, because for me, I don't even think it's a click for me. It's like I get over a hump and I see things perfectly. And then it's like something happens and I get pushed like two humps back, you know. So it's like two steps forward. Two steps back and it's a uh, fucking Paula Abdul. Yeah. And Listen, me... in this scenario, I want to be that cartoon sexy cat. No, you don't. Because MC <laughs> Scat Cat sucks. I'm just kidding. He is the I worst. Well, that's the thing. Like, I the ladies. I'm saying that would have so oh. much rage. That's because. <laughs> You have not been to a She's Crafty show lately. We've talked about this immensely. Oh, really? We had an all-ages show. And oh, my God. Something is in the ether, huh? We, we, we've we been, like, talking about it. Like, Maggie Tomasek, our producer, I think she was the one that was like, he's the worst. Yeah. Oh, oh and, like, for sure. Basically, just listen to that song and everything he says, find a man that's the opposite of that. Yeah. Because he is the worst. It's some sort of Roy, Rorschach test. I don't even know if I know, that's but right. At the same time, though, like, I get it. Like, mama loves a bad boy. Yeah. But I just wanted to be... So I always want like when we used to do like Grease and like uh, I was always like I'm Danny Zuko. Oh hell I just, yeah! Like, I don't for some reason I like to be the boy probably because I was told that being a male is more strong. Okay, we don't need to get into it. <laughs> we were gonna talk about uh, summer vacation, but I think we're gonna talk about Danny Zuko now. Summer loving for Kelsey. Had me a chance. Um, any snooze. But you know what though? Like I always wanted to be. Um, who is? Rizzo. Rizzo. Yeah. But the thing well, is between so, Rizzo and Danny, that's for sure. Those but, are the only choices in my head. But the, exactly. But at the same time, like I would I would have loved to be Sandy, but I knew I, w- I wasn't pretty enough to be Sandy. She was a snooze fest. But she totally snooze fest. Ugh. Until the end when she got to wear that hot ass outfit. Yeah, when she was basically being the other girl. Rizzo. Rizzo. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like yeah. Rizzo like said what she wanted to say and she was sassy. And, and she was, I was going through like, some trauma. Yeah. Kanicki dud. Kanicki was No one wants to be D. Frenchy. Get out of here with your hair. <laughs> You want she's to a beauty school drop out. out nice goals <laughs> you know oh oh the other lady just chewing gum the other lady was just stupid and she was getting high on aspirin and coca-cola shut your face <laughs> that's nothing like try the hard stuff <laughs> lady okay like, you, wanna, well, you know you want to be a real addict let's talk about some stuff <laughs> <laughs> we have got you some can't even get high right okay <laughs> aspirin get the fuck out of here oh annie snooze Oof. yeah summer loving had me a blast we're sorry we're supposed to be talking about summer vacation so you're gonna be working out i'm gonna be working out cleaning up cleaning up you're going uh you're you're just you know doing life goals you're working obviously you're yes, still working still working working nine to five working nine to five what a way to make a living what a way and uh what else you see in some shows no yeah no well no we, um I, we saw hannah gatsby uh, oh for yeah, the summer, oh, yeah that's that was right. amazing we time did. that was that was yeah awesome. i always was it awesome. was i felt like it was a uh a chicago female comedy reunion oh my god it was so like, many we could have taken up an entire section yeah like, i kept the, running into like hey 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 say, hey, hey. there's a lot so of chicago many. female yes comedians. how many males did we see mm. scott duff oh yeah scott duff I didn't see him. I just heard tell that he was there. I think I did see him, but it was one of those like he was in the distance. <laughs> and I Duff was, in the distance. And I was like, Duff, can you hear me? <laughs> and he was like, um, Hark. Hark. Hark, a herald Duffy sings. Glory to. 
Uh, so this summer, uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, I got back from vacation, which you're aware of, uh, and I went to Cancun All-Inclusive, not Cancun, I always say that, Playa del Carmen all-inclusive resort and it was one of those just laying around things and That's i have to awesome. tell you uh it was amazing right you know i laid around I, I did some work for sure because you know i don't know i had nothing else to do so i was like i guess i'll answer emails and do things because uh, i have a problem but um, I wish the listeners could have seen your transition from I have a problem. I was like, this is a tick. She just ticked it. She just ticked it, you guys. We witnessed it. But, uh, but a reflection, I think I could say, is when I had a nine to five job, um, I craved those vacations. I needed an escape. And I didn't even have a terrible nine to five job. It, they were very kind. And it was just not the life that I wanted for myself. I loved these vacations. And then when I went back or if I went to like um, to do shows out in like the West when I would like do some like stuff in Colorado, yeah. I would come back to work and that whole week would be oh, it's torture. Awful. But the thing be I, torture. It didn't happen anymore, Amy, because I'm living the life I want now. Oh. I actually wanted to come back home wow. like two like two days before I had to. I was like, I could come back home. That's never happened to me before. Where I did not need to be on vacation. That's some gratitude, yo. Right? I was Dang. like, what is happening right now? That's a click. Right? <laughs> That's a click. That's a click. Yeah. And I, Jason did not have the same experience. Because he has a nine to five job, yeah, and he you know was what like, I mean? "I'm ready to stay forever." And he's like, "And he's like, the day he went back, like he got into it eventually, but he's like, yeah, the the transition day was hard. Yeah, it's uh, always hard because you, yeah. you're answering like 300 emails. Yeah, and yeah. most of it's garbage, but yeah. still, it's like you got to get through all of them yeah. just to make sure it's not garbage. Right now, granted, I have other challenges. Like for example, when I had that nine to five job, much more financially stable. Like yep. I'm struggling in other ways, yep. right? But it isn't that like feeling of being uh, uh trapped yeah that that feeling of doom walking back in even if you like your day job and, and that's the thing like yeah like i do like i enjoy the people i work with like i don't hate where i work um you know they treat me well yeah but yeah like when you take a couple days off and then you go back like tomorrow's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard, gonna be hard. Like, i've been off since like you know thursday was yeah. the holiday and like you got a chunk it's it's gonna be really mm-hmm. hard but at the same time, um, yeah, it's it's hard because it's like I think it, I've realized as someone who couldn't take vacation before because we, like we would have our summers off. But the thing is, those summers were miserable because um, I didn't have any money. So it was like mm-hmm. I had all the time in the world, and even all the free events in the world, like you, I saw I needed money to get to those events sure, and whatnot, sure, yeah. whatever. But. Um, it's hard because it's like um you need that break like that mental break of just not being there and just like to enjoy and also too again it's that um reflective time of like realizing like how good your life is versus or even just like uh like a recharge for yourself Mm because even when you like you like your job and you're happy like you still need that like click off yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna like decompress and not because were you still like not on the internet yeah, every once in a while I would like check emails and respond, but it wasn't bananagrams. Awesome. You know, I wasn't uh, constantly looking. I read like three books. Oh, that's awesome. You know, yeah. Did you read yeah, anything yeah. good? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I reread um, a bunch of Raymond Chandler. 
uh, like noir books, like The Long Goodbye and uh, The Sleepless Sister. Nope, I'm messing that up. Uh, anyway, a sister one. And uh, Ray Bradbury's Martian Chronicles. I finished that because I was Word. reading it. Uh, yeah, which is just poetry, that book. Oh my gosh, I forgot how much. We don't need to get into it. I'll talk. And speaking of free stuff in the summer, the Chicago Library, I know I've been talking about it too much on the podcast. No. I've seen your notes, everyone. Just kidding. No. There's so much free stuff this That's summer awesome. that you can get from the library if you are in Chicago it's insane it's awesome I don't know why I stopped going to the library but it, it is great so if you're looking for summer stuff to do go check out the library because they have so many things classes you can like learn Chinese you can do whatever you want like it's it's oh, crazy amazing. Yeah. it's it's so cool any snooze uh yeah, so summer, I know like most of us have to work, right? This isn't, this isn't, we ain't kids anymore. But I do think that you can find those times to like decompress yeah. and, and, and do, uh, kind of make it a summer uh, um, again. And I, you know, to be honest, we weren't ones to really travel for summer vacation because my parents worked all the time too. It's like, you yeah. know, you ever, like, I remember in school doing an like, oral history uh, reports and like talking to families who would just vacation in the summer and like go to like Michigan City, Indiana or whatever for three months. Like that was very foreign to me. Like I, I never had that experience. Oh, yeah. Did you do no. summer vacations when you were a kid? No, but cause basically every vacation we ever took was going out East to visit my dad's side. Oh, of the family. right. So family. So vacations. it was always like, you know, we were staying with aunts and uncles and my dad is one of eight. So we would go out and visit, you know, his siblings or my grandma, grandpa out in Virginia. Cause he lived in Northern Virginia, but, um, it was like super close to DC cause my grandpa worked for the government. So he, yeah, we would just go out there. And then mm-hmm. at one point, like, my grandma got real sick. And a lot of the siblings, like, moved back, like, closer gotcha. to them. And because at one point, like, the siblings were, like, all over the United States. But they sort of migrated back yeah. to the East Coast. Like, there's still a couple siblings that are, like, kind of all over. But, um, yeah. It's so it was amazing. really in college. Because I know that you traveled abroad. Like, you went to Ireland and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that was all That college. wasn't a summer break or anything. That, that was, was summer break. But that was, um, like, I paid for that. Like, I did that. Yeah. You know, like, that was... um. What like, about camping? Did you guys go? Like, I only did families? that with no, because my mom. I would always ask because I always again like you hear stories from other kids and be like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah, and like we like it would never had a lot of money. Sure. So like if we do go on a vacation, like I remember my dad got a job with Marriott, and so was he was, like was the, he driving trucks for Marriott? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's delivering food for them. So. um yeah, like we would be able to stay in a hotel, and yeah. that was so fancy. You yeah, know, we didn't have to stay, you know, on the floor at you know Aunt So and So's house. Whatever. Right. Like, right. oh my god, this is cool. But then, um, yeah, like I don't know, like it, like we never did any of that. And I remember one time I asked my mom, I was like, hey, you know, camping. Like, why don't we go camping? She's like, because I don't want to work. And I was like, oh yeah, like oh, camping is yeah. like pretty much you're working. Yeah, you know, because I know that Jason's family again, they didn't come from like an obscene amount of money, but they would kind of go and yeah. do like nature stuff because it was just a little bit more affordable. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, we did not do that either. Because my mom do. was like, if there's not a toilet, I'm not going. There. Yeah. And I agree. Agree. <laughs> agree. As I'm someone like, good who, call. Yeah. As someone who was a Girl Scout and like were in many latrines or many hiking trails in Yellowstone where there were none of those, mm. like you were like, oh, there's a private area behind a rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? would get so constipated on any Girl Scout. Oh my Scout God. Camera. Amen. Because I'm like, you hold that poop in forever. Yes. Well, it was so funny because I remember we I never did, got a badge for that. Yeah, you should have. I know. But I remember on the first, like, no, it was the second night of our trip, maybe the third, our Girl Scout leader being like, okay, guys, fruit. Y'all need to eat it. Really? We need to not get constipated. Like, so and she, like, smart. addressed it. And then I remember one of the girls being like, 
I'm definitely not constipated. <laughs> and we all giggled. But poop then it was jokes, like, poop yeah, jokes. but then because like she brought it up, then it was like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, we can talk we can, about it. Yeah, so I uh, definitely didn't have that issue. Yeah. But I was also like on a lot of, um, no, I was really sick right before we went on that trip. And it turned out I had a sinus infection. That was like the first sinus infection I ever had. Oh, no. But because I didn't have a, a fever, they allowed me to go on the trip. So I woke up in Custard State Park. It was raining all night. My feet were like our, our tent was like on a little bit of an angle. And um, my feet were in water. My feet were in water. Oh, man. Like I woke up Camping. with like submerged in water, you know. <laughs> and wrinkly, pruny feet. Just crying because I had a raging oh. ear infection. So then we had to like go down the mountain. <laughs> and I felt <laughs> so bad because I was like, oh, it's all my fault. And then I felt like everybody hated me because like we had to leave the camping site, whatever. But then everybody was like, hey, this is awesome. We got to go out to breakfast and we didn't have to cook. <laughs> so like everybody's just like, get an ear infection all the time. <laughs> Save the day. You guys, get infected so we can go to fucking Denny's. Right? <laughs> well, it was like, we were literally in the middle of nowhere. It was like uh, old timey. It was almost like a Ponderosa, but like oh my an God. actual Ponderosa, Ponderosa kind of thing. Ponderosa. Ponderosa. I have not heard right? Ponderosa in right? years. Okay. Oh, Isn't that amazing? Bring it back. When someone says a word and your brain like, instantly Bruh. like, whoosh. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, I, somebody recently said Ponderosa. something to me. I, God, it was recent, and I literally had like a from like I was like a time like a time warp. warp. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I only ever wanted to go to Ponderosa because they had that ice cream bar. So you never want to go to the Sizzler. Oh, Sizzler too. <laughs> Sizzler had it as well. And I remember my dad would get so fucking pissed because he's like, I just want a steak. Amy, and he you did can not. tell what class we grew up in. When yeah. We didn't go on summer yeah. vacations and get excited we about got fucking, fucking Sizzler. Sizzler. <laughs> and the only reason it was cool, though, was because of the ice cream bar. Agreed. It was like shitty ice cream, too, but you got to cover it in bullshit. <laughs> and, and there was just like a tub of whipped cream. That's our just summer like, vacation. You guys pack it up. We're going, we're going to, to Sizzler. Sizzler. <laughs> we're going to Sizzler. Oh, we would have been friends. Oh, we would have been friends. Because I would have been, I'm like, who's this broad at the Ponderosa? She's talking all the sprinkles. Come on. We would have been a sprinkle war. <laughs> sprinkle war of 1989. Right? It would have been amazing. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, well, we were pretty close to Wisconsin Dells. So every once Ooh. in a while, which was a pretty big deal, it would be like a weekend trip. Because again, the, the folks were working. Yeah. So we would take our little. That's expensive, too. Yeah. Yeah. Our tiny little colt. We had a cult for a while. We just like squeeze all of our sausagey, sweaty bodies into it. there. My dad's all hungover. I'm just like, be quiet. Well, did you ever notice too? Like, was your dad like fun in the morning or no? No, no, never. It was hung over in the morning. So here is the deal. Uh, we, our job, we had many jobs. Like when we lived on the farm, we obviously had to like you know feed the cows and shit. But when we moved off the farm, we had to bring my dad ice water every morning because the dude was hungover all the time, right? And so. In our, finally, we, we did, my, my parents did actually buy a house at one point and it did not last very long. But anyway, there is a trail. There was a trail in, in the carpet. Nowhere else in the whole house. I remember it being like a blue, slightly shaggy, like a, a carpet, right? And from the bedroom to the kitchen, there was this like sort of brownish, like squished carpet from all of us going to get ice water and bringing it <sighs> to the dad. And even down to this day, if I hear a clinkle, clinkle, clinkle of a little bit of like ice in a yeah. glass, I'm like, it like instantly brings me back. It's like a cocktail. 
It is. It's, but it was, yeah. yeah because my dad was not a cocktail guy. Yeah. He was an beer, old Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, beer. just pound, pound, pound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, not not a fun in the morning. But your dad sounds like he was fun in the morning. <laughs> he was fun in the morning. Yeah. yeah. He was just like, that was his time to shine. Uh, like, it was awesome. Like, we played tricks. Like, he'd do this <laughs> thing with, um, he'd be laying in bed. And, of course, I'd be like, I'm here. And then I would, like, jump on him. And then he would get this, like, uh, like, uh, um, I don't know if it was a golf ball or whatever. He put it in his mouth and then I'd jump on a subway and then he'd like spit it out. <laughs> like it was a, awesome. Like a, like a whale shoot? Yeah. Oh it my was God, awesome. That's great. Or like he would do body slam. But he would like body slam us. And even though we would like hit the mattress and then bounce off and hit the dresser, we'd get <laughs> back fun. up, do it a million times. It was amazing. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing, though. Like, I don't know if that was necessarily always in the summer, but you you could find fun without having to like go oh, crazy totally. far. Totally, you know. Sometimes yeah. it's just cleaning your dining room. <laughs> sometimes it's just <laughs> taking a positive tip. Sometimes it's just taking the stigma out of mental illness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Amy, I like that you're bringing your NPR voice back for the conclusion of this podcast. You know it. So, uh, tips from Sumter to have some summer fun. Go to the Sizzler. <laughs>